Sveiki. Good morning. Oh, that's not what I said. Hello. Labrit. Hello. Okay. Um, I'm thankful for the opportunity to be here today. And uh, just uh, for my own desire, I'd like to start off with another prayer. Es gribētu arī iesākt ar lūkšanu. Father God, we come before you. Tās mēs nākam tavā priekšā. Asking that this would be a time that honors you. Lūdzam, lai šis laiks pagodina tevi. Pray that you would be with us. Es lūdzu, ka tu būtu kopā ar mums. Pray that you would help me to speak your truth. Palīdz man runāt tavu patiesību. Pray you would give us ears to hear. Es lūdzu, lai mums būtu dzirdīgas ausas. And help us to understand your word. Un palīdz mums izprast tavu vārdu. Thank you for your love. Paldies par tavu mīlestību. Jesus name amen. Yes, amen. Um, for those of you who are English speakers only, tiem kas no jums saprot tikai angļu valodu, uh, we just read from Luke chapter 19. Mēs tikko nosijām no Lūkas evaņģēlijas 19. nodaļas and also uh, chapter 20. Un arī no 20. nodaļas. And we just read about where Jesus clears out the temple. Un mēs lasījām par to, kā Jēzus izdzen šos te tirgotājus no tempļa. And then starting in chapter 20, they questioned Jesus authority. Un tad 20. 20. nodaļa sākumā viņi uh, izaicina to Jēzus autoritāti. And then verses 19 through 18, Jesus tells us uh, the parable about the wicked tenants or the wicked uh, servants. Un tad no 9. līdz 18. pantam mēs dzirdam šo te līdzību no Jēzus par šiem te negodīgajiem vīnu dārtniekiem, vīnu dārtniekiem. And it's important for us to understand where this text falls in the greater story. Un mums ir svarīgi saprast, kurā vietā tieši visā lielajā stāstā šis te teksts iekļaujas. Last week we talked about Jesus coming into Jerusalem. Pagājušajā nedēļā mēs runājām par to, kā Jēzus ienāk Jeruzālemā. And the, how the crowds awaited his, his entry. Un kā pūļi bija savākušies, lai redzētu viņa ienākšanu. And they gathered around and they put down palm branches. Un viņi bija savākušies un noklāja viņa priekšā palmu zarus. And they shouted, Hosanna! Un viņi sauca, Hosanna! And it was an exclamation to say, this is the Christ, the one that's promised. Un tas bija tāds izteiciens, kas apzīmēja, ka šis ir tas apsolītais Kristus. You don't yell Hosanna for just anyone. Tu nesauc Hosanna jebkuram. You yell Hosanna when the Christ comes. Tu sauc Hosanna tad, kad Kristus nāk. And it was a time of great excitement. Un bija tāds saviļņojums. But we have to understand the mindset of the Jewish people at that time. Bet mums arī jāsaprot šī te šis te jūdu cilvēki domgājens tajā laikā. See for the Jews to say the Christ has come had a very specific meaning. Like jūdi teiktu ka Kristus ir atnācis, tam jābūt ļoti specifiskam, tā tā nozīme bija ļoti specifiska. They knew that the coming Christ was going to be a king. Viņi zināja ka nākošais Kristus Kristus, kas nāks, būs ķēniņš. And that he was going to come with power and authority. Un viņš nāks ar spēku un autoritāti. But in their mind, this was going to be an earthly kingdom. Bet viņu prātos tas bija tāda šīs zemes valstība, kurš With an earthly army. Kas būs ar tādu spēcīgu armiju uz šīs zemes. In, in their mind, this was going to be a time of freedom from Rome. Un viņu prātos tas bija tāda tāda atbrīvošana no Romas virskundzības. Because they knew what the scriptures said that, that the Christ was going to bring freedom. Tāpēc ka viņi bija lasījuši svētos rakstos, ka Kristus šis te Mesija atnesīs šo te brīvību. So as they're excited, as they're exclaiming with excitement, Hosanna. Un viņi priecājoties izsaucās Hosanna. They're looking forward to a freedom from Rome. Viņi 
lūkojās tā kā nākotnē uz šo te brīvību no Romas kundzības. So is everybody understand kind of the mindset that, that, that they're going through? Ser, ka jūs saprotat šo te domgājumu, kāda šiem cilvēkiem tajā laikā bija? For me, this kind of reminds me of my own personal faith. Tas man nelielā mērā atgādina manu pašu pieredzi. When I first believed in Jesus, kad es pirmo reizi sāku ticēt Jēzumu, when I first put my hope in him, kad es pirmo reizi ieliku liku cerību uz viņu, I was excited to proclaim the name of Jesus. Es biju tik priecīgs un gribēju visiem pasunāt Jēzus vārdu. I say, yes Jesus, I want you. Un es teicu, jā Jēzus, es gribu tikai tevi. I want your power and your strength. Es gribu tavu spēku. Because with you I'm going to be able to conquer everything. Tāpēc ka ar tevi es būšu spējīgs paveikt jebko. I was 14 years old. Man bija 14 gadi. And I thought I had it all figured out. Un man likās, ka es visu jau esmu saprats dzīvē. Keep Jesus close. Turēt Jēzus tūl pie sevis. I have everything I need. Un tad man būs viss, kas man nevajadzīgs. But life isn't quite like that. Bet dzīve nav gluži tāda. Because Jesus is not the one that gives us what we think that we need. Tāpēc, ka Jēzus nav tas, kurš dod mums to, ko mēs domājam, ko mums vajag. He gives us what we need. Viņš dod mums to, kas mums patiesībā ir nepieciešams. tas, kas mums, tas, ko mēs domājam, kas mums ir nepieciešams, bet tas, kas mums patiesībā ir vajadzīgs. So his first action upon arriving in Jerusalem. pirmā rīcība, ko viņš dara, kad viņš Jeruzalēmē. It wasn't to go confront a, uh, the government officials. Viņš negāja izaicināt, konfrontēt šos te valdības pārstāvis. It wasn't to go consult with all the government leaders. Viņš negāja konsultēties un veikt vest pārrunas ar valdības vadītājiem. It wasn't even to gather an army. Un viņš pat nevāca kopā armiju. But Jesus goes straight to the temple. Viņš pat taisno dodās uz templi. And what did he do there? Ko viņš izdara tur? He made a great big mess. Viņš radīja lielas nekārtības. At least a mess in the eyes of the Jews. Vismaz jūdu acīs tā bija nekārtība. He, and we know a little bit more details from John chapter 2. Un no Jāņa evaņģēlī otrās nodaļas mēs nedaudz vairāk detaļus uzzinām par šo te notikumu. That he turned over tables. Ka viņš apgāza visus tos galdus. That he made a whip. Ka viņš nopina pātagu. And he drove out the people and the animals. Un viņš izzina gan cilvēkus, gan arī lopus. And even poured out the, the money from the money changers onto the floor. Un pat izbārstīja to naudu no šiem, no šiem te naudas mieejiem. And can you imagine what the Jews were thinking? Un iedomājieties, ko jūdi tajā laikā varētu domāt. Wait a second, this is not the Christ we were waiting for. Paga, paga, šis nav tas Kristus, ko mēs gaidījām. The Christ that we were waiting for was going to declare independence from Rome. Tas Kristus, ko mēs gaidījām, nāks un pasludinās neatkarību no Romas. They were, he's not going to attack our religious system. Viņš neuzbruks mūsu reliģiskajai sistēmai. This is how we've been worshiping God for centuries. Šis ir tas veids, kā mēs esam pielūguši Dievu gadsimtiem ilgi. This is how our fathers worshiped. Tas ir tas, kā mūsu tēvi pielūdz. And their fathers worshiped. Un viņu tēvi pirms tam. And their fathers worshiped. Un viņu tēvi pirms tam. But Jesus comes in and he flips over these tables and he says something very powerful. But Jesus ienāk templī, apgāšos te galdus un pasaka kaut ko ļoti nozīmīgu. He says, "My house shall be a house of prayer." Viņš saka, "Mans nams būs lūkšanu nams." But you have made it a den of robbers. Bet jūs to esat padarījuši par laupītāju bedri. Now for the Jews this was shocking. Jūdiem 
to dzirdot, tas bija pārsteidzoši. But we understand because we have the full scriptures. We understand what why Jesus was doing what he was doing. Mums tas ir nedaudz skaidrāk, tāpēc ka mums ir jaunā derība un mums ir vairāk skaidrs, kāpēc Jēzus šādi rīkojās. So there's a part of us that says, yeah, you tell them Jesus. Tāpēc daļa no mums varbūt saka, jā, parādi viņiem Jēzu. You go get those Jewish people. Yeah, sadod tiem jūdiem. Those Pharisees. Tiem farizejiem. Turn over the ta- ta- uh, the tables. Apgāz viņu galdus. Pour out the money. Izber viņu naudu. You preach Jesus. Yeah, tu sludin patiesību Jēzu. But is there a lesson in this for us? Bet vai šajā visā ir kāda mācība arī priekš mums? Is there something that we should be paying attention to? Vai ir kaut kas tāds, ko mums, kam, kam mums vajadzētu pievērst uzmanību? See, the temple, it's very important for us to discuss this, the temple was the one place on earth where God promises that he would dwell. Šis te templis ir īpaši aplūkojums, jo šis te templis bija vienīgā vieta uz šīs te planētas, kur Dievs teica, ka viņš mājos. He promised in the Holy of Holies, viņš to apsolīja šajā te visvētākajā vietā, that his very presence was going to be there. It is the one place on all the earth where offerings and sacrifices could be made. See, the, the, the things of buying and selling, those were, those were not for inside the temple. Those were common things. Tās bija ikdienas šās lietas. Those were for the outside the, the temple courts. Tās bija paredzētas vietām, kas bija ārpus templja. Inside the temple was for holiness. Templja iekšpuse bija domāta svētumam. It was set apart. Tā bija nošķirta, īpaša. It was special. Tā bija īpaša. And sacred. Un svēta. So what's in this for us? Tad ko mēs varam no tā mācīties? Where's God's dwelling place today? Kur Dievs mājos šodien. Is it in these walls? Vai šajās sienās? Is it a Sunday morning? Vai tas ir svētdienas rītos? Is it this building? Vai tas ir šis nams? Many of you shaking your head now. Daži no jums skat galvu, ne? Because it's not even us collectively as the body, as the church. Tāpēc, ka tas pat nav mūsos visos kopīgi kā draudzē. God's promised dwelling place is inside our hearts. Dievs apsola, ka viņš mājos mūsu sirdīs. And he comes and he promises by his Holy Spirit to dwell within us. But God is not content to let us put common everyday things here. But Jesus, after I had confessed and was excited about who he was, kas viņš patiesībā ir un bija sapriecājies par to came and started overturning the tables inside my heart nāca un sāka apgāst šos te galdus kas bija manā sirdī see jesus is not okay with just letting us do common ordinary things in our heart jēzus jēzus nav mierā ar to ka mēs vienkārši daram tādas ikdienas lietas mūsu sirdī anything that had become an idol in my heart jebkas kas bija kļūst par elku manā sirdī Anything that was competing with Jesus. Jeb kas, kas sacentās ar Jēzu. Anything that doesn't belong. Jeb kas, kas neiederējās tur. Jesus gets very passionate about wanting all of your heart. Jēzus ļoti spēcīgi izjūt šīs emocijas par to, ka viņš vēlās visu tavu sirdi. And suddenly my life of pursuing God was not all excitement. 
un pēšņi mana dzīve sekoju diem nav tikai nebī tikai tad sapriecāšanās. It was no longer about the strength and the and what I received from God. Tas nebī vairs tikai par to, ko ko es saņem no Dieva. But it was about experiencing brokenness. Bet tas arī bija par to, ka es piedzīvoju salaustību and repentance. Un grēknožāli and understand that God has a calling on our lives. Un sapratu, ka Dievam ir aicinājums mūsu dzīvei. He calls for holiness. Viņš aicina mūs uz svētapšanu. He says be holy as I am holy. Un saka, esiet svēti kā es esmu svēts. And the more I read in my Bible, un jo vairāk es lasīju Bīblu, the more I understand the life that he calls us to. Jo vairāk es sapratu šo te dzīves veidus, kādu viņš mūs aicina. And I understand that the life that God calls us to is not easy. Un es sapratu, ka tā dzīve, uz ko viņš mūs aicina, nav vienkārša. It's not just excitement. Tas nav tikai tāds pacēlums, jeb saviļņojums. You see, the temple was known as a house of prayer. Templis bija zināms kā lūkšanu nams. You could know that this is where people served God. Cilvēks zināja, ka šī ir tā vieta, kur pielūk Dievu. What are you known for? Kā jūs to pazīstat? If the Holy Spirit of God dwells in each one of us that are his children. Ja svētais gars mājo ikvienā no mums, kas ir dievu, kas esam dievu bērni. If you belong to him. Ja tu pieder viņam. If you are a child of God. Ja tu esi dievu bērns. You are sealed with the Holy Spirit. Tu esi apzīmogots ar svētā gara zīmogu. That should make a difference. Tam vajadzētu ienest pārmaiņas tavā dzīvē. We should look different from the world. Mums būtu jādzīvo atšķirīgi no visas pārējās pasaules. When someone looks at you, do they say, "Ah, Yes. This person is a person of prayer. Kad kāds uz tevi paskatās, vai cilvēks saka, jā, šis cilvēks ir kāds, kurš lūdz. There's something different when I look at Chris that doesn't look like anybody else from the world. Ir kaut kas atšķirīgs Krisāk, tad kad es uz viņu lūkojos, ka viņš atšķirās no visas pārējās pasaules. When I look at Veronica, I know that there's something different about her. Kad es skatos uz Veroniku, es redzu, ka kaut kas viņā ir atšķirīgs. Because the temple was there not just to glorify God. Tāpēc, ka templis eksistēja ne tikai, lai pagodinātu Dievu. But it was a place that the whole world would be blessed and the whole world would come to know that there is a God. Bet tā bija arī vieta, kur visai pasaulei uzzināt par Dievu. Is the same thing true about you? Un tieši tāpat ir ar jums. When they look at your life do they know that there is a God who keeps his promises? Ja cilvēks skatās uz tavām uz tavu dzīvi, vai viņi apzinās, ka ir Dievs, kurš tur savus apsolījumus, who transforms lives, kurš pārveido dzīves, who sets people free, kurš atbrīvo cilvēkus, who gives them the strength to become holy and righteous and clean, kurš dod viņiem spēku būt taisniem un labiem. Or do we look like the rest of the world? Vai arī mēs arī izskatāmies tieši tāpat kā visu pārējā pasauli? That's right. There's They say, by what authority are you doing this? How can you be, how can you be doing this? And then Jesus responds with a story. A parable. And he tells a story about a vineyard. 
par uh, vīndārsu. It says a man plants a vineyard and then he rented it out to tenants. Un tad viņš stāsta par šo te stāstu, ka kāds vīrs uh, nopirka zemi, iestādīja vīnkoku, vīnkoks un iz, izīrēja tos tā kā dārniekiem. And then he went to another country. Un tad viņš devās uz citu zemi. And then when the time came, he sent a servant to go collect fruit from his vineyard. Un kad rāžas laiks bija pienācis, viņš sūtīja savu kalpu, lai savāktu šos te augļus no viņa, viņa, vīna dārza. And we know the story. Mēs zinām šo te stāstu. What did they do? They welcomed the, the, the servant in and they gave him the fruit. Mēs zinām, ka viņu ieaicināja šo te kalpu un viņi atdeva viņam labprātīgi šos te augļus. No. Nē, tā gan nebija. No, they beat the servant. Nē, viņi piekāva šo And they kalpu, threw him out. Un viņi izmeta viņu ārā. So the, vin, the so the 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 land owner what did he do he sent another servant to, to go get the fruit and they did the same thing to him and then a third time until finally he says i'll send my son maybe they will listen to him and they threw him out and killed him and jesus asked, what is the land owner going to do but he is going to come and take away and destroy those tenants. Viņš atnāks un paņems to, kas viņam pieder un iznīcinās šos te dārzniekus. And he's going to give that vineyard to someone else. Un viņš nodos šo te vīna dārzu kādiem citiem. Now, I think most of us understand what the story is here, right? Es ceru, ka vairums no mums saprot, par ko šis te stārsts ir. We're talking about a vineyard, we're talking about Israel. Mēs runājam par šo te vīna dārzu, un tas patiesībā ir Izraels. And Israel was made to glorify and honor and make God known. Un Izraela tauta bija izradzēta, lai pagodinātu Dievu un lai parādītu citiem, kas viņš tāds ir. And God sent his servants in the form of prophets. Un Dievs sūta savus kalpus praviešu veidā. And the prophets were rejected. Un praviešu tika noraidīti. Their warnings were rejected. Viņu brīdinājumi tika noraidīti. And they were turned away. Un viņus no viņiem novērsās. So God sent more prophets. Un tad Dievs Dievs sūta vairāk prāvēšu. And more prophets. Un vēl prāvēšu. And then says, says finally I will send my son. Un beigās viņš saka, es sūtīšu savu dēlu. And Jesus prophesying what was going to happen to him, telling what was about to happen saying they rejected the son and killed him. Un Jēzus pravieto par to, kas ar viņu notiks, jo viņš saka, viņi um, izzina šo te dēlu un nogalinā viņu. Is this difficult for us to, us to understand? Vai tas mums ir grūti saprotams? But is there more for us to get out of this? Sorry? But is there, and the next question is, is there more for us to get out of this? Bet uh, vai ir vēl kaut kas, ko mēs varam no tā iemācīties? You know what stands out to me? Es, tas, ko es pamanu, the fact that the landowner wanted fruit from his vineyard. Ir tas, ka šis te zemes īpašnieks gribēja ražas augus. The servant, the servant, the servant and the son were all coming to get fruit from his vineyard. Gan šie te trīs kalpi, gan šis te dēls nāc lai saņemtu ražas augus. God wants fruit from his vineyard. Dievs grib um, augus no savu savu vīndārs. You and I are all part of God's vineyard. Mēs visi, tu un es, esam daļa no šī te Dieva vīna dārza. We were all created to know Him and love Him. 
mēs visi tikām radītu, lai pazītu viņu un mīlētu viņu. So the question becomes, tad jautājums ir, what is the fruit of our life? Kas ir mūsu dzīves augļi? When God's eyes comes to you, kad uh, Dievs uzmeklē tevi, and he says, I'm looking for fruit. Viņš saka, es meklēju augļus. What fruit do you have? Kādi augļi ir tavā dzīvē? What is the fruit of your life? Kas ir tavs dzīves augļi? I've given you everything you need. Es esmu iedevis tev visu, kas nepieciešams. There's one scripture that says, I've given you everything you need for life and godliness through him that called us. Ir kāda rakstuviet, kas saka, es esmu devis tev visu, lai nepieciešamo, lai tu vēstu tā dievbīgu dzīvu. He's given you the breath in your lungs. Viņš ir devis elpu tavās plaušās. He's given you today. Viņš ir devis tev šodienu. If you have health, you've been given that. Ja tev ir veselība, tad viņš ir dāvājis tev to. Have you been faithful with what you've been given? Vai tu esi būs uzticīgs ar to, kas tev ir uzticēts? Because we've been given so much. Tāpēc, ka mums ir dots tik daudz. How many of us, and don't raise your hands, but, <laughs> cik no jums un neceliet roku, but how many of us know about the gospel of Jesus Christ, what, God, what Christ did for us on a cross? Bet cik no mums zina šo te evaņģēliju par to, ko Jēzus izdarīja mūsu labā pie krusta? If you know and understand this, ja tu zini to un saproti to, you've been giving a, such a deep truth. Tev ir iedot tik liela patiesību. This truth is not for you to keep to yourself. Un šī te patiesība tev nav dota, lai tu to paturētu pie sevis. If you believe the words of Jesus, ja tu tici Jēzus vārdiem, and you believe that everyone that does not come to know him is basically going to hell, un ja tu tici tam, ka Ikviens, kurš nepazīs viņu, beigās nonāks ellē. You have a great burden. Tad tev ir tāda smaga nāsta, kas tev jāna. You have an obligation. Tev ir uzdevums. You now have a purpose. Tev tagad ir um, jēga, jeb mērķis. To go and to tell this truth that you have been given. Iet un pastāstīt šo te patiesību, kas tev ir uzticēta. There's a whole world up there that does not know about the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. Tev apkārt ir plaša pasaule, kurā dzīvo daudzi cilvēki, kuri nezin par šo Jēzus upuri. There are people who are hurting. Ir cilvēki, kas ir sāpēs. People that are without hope. Cilvēki, kas ir bez cerības. People without reason to live. Cilvēki bez dzīves jēgas. One of the heartbreaking things that, that I have experienced is working with some kids from hard places. And I see some of the kids giving up. They have no reason to live because they don't know about Jesus. Tāpēc, ka viņi nezina par Jēzu. And to hear that they take their own life. Un uh, viņi bieži beidz savu dzīvi pašnāvību. And this is not something that happens once or twice, this happens often. Un tas nav kaut kas tāds, kas noticis vienu vai divas reizes, tas notiek pietiekam bieži. You are to be one who brings truth to a dying world. Tev ir Jānes patiesība mirstošai pasaulei. The same way that Jesus came and laid down his very life so that the world would know about the love of a father. Tieši tāpat kā Jēzus nāca uz šo pasauli un atdeva savu dzīvību, lai cilvēki uzzinātu par Dievu mīlestību. Jesus invites us to follow his example. Jēzus aicina mūs sakot viņa piemēram. And to take up our cross and follow after him. Un ņemt savu krustu 
plecā un sakot viņam. And to lay down our lives so that others might know about the love of a father. Un nolikt savas dzīves malā, lai citi uzzinātu par Dievu mīlestību. Jesus didn't come and die on a cross so you can live a comfortable life. Jēzus nenāc un nenomir pie krusta, lai tev būtu tāda ērta dzīve. His power and authority is not so that you just never get sick. Viņa spēks un autoritāte nav domāta tikai tam, lai tu nekad nesaslimtu. It's not about what we get out of Jesus. Tas nav par to, ko mēs saņemsim no Jēzus. Jesus says something the opposite. Jēzus saka kaut ko pretēju. He says, if you follow me, the world's going to hate you and viņš, reject you. Viņš saka, ja tu man sekos, pasauli tev ienīdīs un atteiksies no tevis. He says, you're going to be persecuted. Viņš saka, tevi vajās. He said, you might leave your home and your family. Viņš saka, tev iespējams būs jāpamet savu māju un savu ģimeni. He says, there'll be division between father and son, mother and daughter. Viņš saka, būs strīts starp tēvu un dēlu un mātu un meitu. I want so much to break what our mental picture is of what Jesus does for us. Es gribu, lai mēs nedaudz pārdomājam šo te ideju par to, kas Jēzus ir. The, li- the life of following Jesus is not easy. Sakošana Jēzum nav viegla. It's a life of sacrifice. Tā ir upuri pienesoša dzīve. It's a life of laying down our life. Tā dzīve, kurā, kurā, no, kurā jānoliek savu dzīvi malā. So when we look at our lives, is this what our lives look like? Vai mūsu dzīves izskatās šādi? Or have we settled for so much less? Vai mēs esam samienājušies ar daudz ko mazāk? Does your life have purpose? Vai tavai dzīvei ir jēga? Or does it look like the rest of the world? Kā tā izskatās visas pārējās pasaules priekšā? I hear people talk about how far away God feels uh, that, that God feels very far away and distant. Dažreiz cilvēki man saka, ka viņi nejūt, ka Dievs ir tuvu, viņš ir kaut kur tur tālu. If you want to experience the presence of God, ja tu gribi piedzīvot Dievu klātbūtni, join him in his work. Pievienojies viņam viņa darbā. And almost every page of the New Testament, un gandrīz katrā jaunās derības lapas pusē it talks about our obligation to help the, the least of these. Runā par to mūsu pienākumu palīdzēt šiem te vismazākajiem. The poor. Trūcīgajiem. The foreigner. Svešiniekam. The widow. Atraitnē. The orphan. Bārinim. These are not negotiable. Šie nav termini, kur, par kuriem mēs varam nu, tā kā debatēt. It's not if you want to. Tas nav arī par to, vai tu Nu, ja tev tā, ja tev tā gribas. If you confess Christ, this is your purpose. Ja tu atzīsti Jēzu par savu kungu glābē, tad tas ir tavs uzdevums. And not just when it's convenient. Un nevis tā, kad, nu, tādā veidā kā tevi rārti. At, at the cost of your very life if needed. Tev pat vajadzētu upurēt savu dzīvi, ja tas ir nepieciešams. So what do we do? Tad ko mums darīt? <coughs> I too fall short of this. Es arī nepildu šo te pilnībā. God calls us to something that is so high and so amazing. Dievs mums aicina uz kaut ko tik lielu un tik apbrīnojumu. What do you realize when you failed? Un tad, sorry. What do you do when you realize that you have failed? Un ko tu dari tad, kad tu esi saprats, kad tu esi izgāzies? We approach God. Mēs tuvojamies Dievam. We confess our sins. Mēs izsūdzam savus grēkus. We ask again for his strength. Mēs lūdzam atkal, lai viņš dod savu spēku. 
We ask for his forgiveness. The life of following Jesus is not one who acts perfectly. But is in repentance over and over and over. To say, God, I have fallen short yet again. Will you help me to do the things that you've called me to do? Will you help me to be bold? Will you help me to be strong? Will you help me to bear fruit? So that somebody else might come to know you. That's my hope for you today. The whole world is watching you. I hope that you will show Jesus in your very lives. Let's pray. Father God, we come before you. Lord, we ask that you would speak to us. Pray that you would show us the nature of our hearts. Lord, there's nothing that I can say or do that will convict all of us here. But conviction comes by you, Holy Spirit. So I pray you will show us where we have failed you. I pray that you will show us where we have sinned. And Lord, if there's any place in our heart that competes with you, if there's any idols in our lives, if there's any common things in our heart, we ask you right now, would you turn over those tables in our hearts? Would you drive out anything that doesn't belong there? On your power and on your authority. Would you clean our hearts? Wash us and make us new that we might give you an offering that we might bear fruit. Lord, I pray that you would open doors for us to minister. And Lord, you have already opened doors for us to minister. I pray you would open our eyes to see what you have already done. That we would see where you are at work. We would follow your example. That when you look at us, that you would see good, faithful servants. And when you look at us asking for what is the fruit of our lives, because Jesus lives inside of us, we will have fruit to offer. Help us when we fall short. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.